Welcome to the Colon Cancer Podcast, stories of struggle, hope, and survival in the face of colorectal cancer. I'm Lee Silverstein. Welcome to episode 17 of the Colon Cancer Podcast. For those of you who are mothers out there, think back to when you were pregnant with your first child. The excitement, wondering what the sex would be, picking out names, deciding how you're going to decorate the baby's room. And now imagine at 20 weeks, you've been diagnosed with colon cancer. This happened to this week's guest, Betsy Henson. Join me now as Betsy shares her incredible story. Betsy, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you today? Hi, I'm really good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I have to tell you, I've been fortunate enough to share uh, the stories of some amazing people and read some incredible stories. And when I saw your story that was shared uh, on the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center's site, I was practically speechless, I have to tell you, <laughs> and uh, I can't wait for you to share it. But before we do um, and, and get your story, tell me about a little bit about you and your background uh, before you became pregnant with your beautiful little girl. Um, well, um, I was just working as a in a call center before everything happened and I had just moved in with uh, my now fiance and congratulations oh thank you so much and you know we were just living day to day and I actually I was just thinking about my story today and I was thinking before all this happened I always wanted to write but I never had a good story or anything and lo and behold here comes this great thing that happened to me that now I have a reason to write. So I'm hoping now that I can do that now that I have this story. What a wonderful goal to set for yourself. That's wonderful. So you became pregnant and you know, most expectant mothers, uh, and this is your first child, correct? Yes, it is. So you, most expectant mothers are thinking about names and decorating the room and all those fun things. And I'm sure that's what you started with. And then you started having some health concerns. Tell, tell me what happened. Well, um, before I had got pregnant, I had always had just a little bit of bleeding, but it was only once or twice a month and it really wasn't a lot. So it really was nothing that I was concerned about. And it started about two years ago. So I just kind of brushed it off. And then when I got pregnant, um, I was really excited. And then 20 weeks, I found out I was having a girl. <laughs> I just cried thinking about it because that was... <laughs> very happy moment in my life. I wanted a girl so bad. And, but I kept having to go to the hospital because the bleeding had become much worse. And I started bleeding up to 20 times in the morning and just bleeding consistently. And I was weak all through the day. And I just had no energy. And we went to the hospital multiple times and they're like, it's just a hemorrhoid or something because I didn't find anything. And then finally, um, uh, maybe a week after 
we found out that we were having a baby girl, I had a colonoscopy and that's when she came back into the room, the person who had done the colonoscopy, and she said, we found something and we're pretty sure that it's cancer. So, and a couple days later, that's when they, um, they had sent me, they actually sent me straight to a cancer hospital right after she had said that because she was so sure that it was cancer. And I got, I was told that day. So what was going through your mind? It's not real. Actually, I think the first time that I actually realized that it, it could be real was when we were driving up to the hospital because I didn't know it was a cancer hospital. And I was like, wait a minute, what's what's going on? Because I had actually, I talked to a lot of family members and everything, and they're like, you know what? It's nothing. This happens all the time. They're probably just saying that. And when they told me, <laughs> fear scared. Sure. I mean, sure. And, and fear, not just, I'm sure for yourself, but for your little, for your little girl too. Right. Yeah. I've never really had any real medical issues. I've never had surgery before this. I hate needles. So everything was just a shock. Definitely. So what did the doctors tell you? What did they say their plan was to help you get through this and, and survive and, and have a, uh, have a baby that would be healthy. And I was incredibly lucky because all of my doctors were very personable people, all of them. And actually I found out that the, um, when I went to the, the cancer hospital, I was meeting with a surgeon and she later, I don't know if she was pregnant at that time, but she later became pregnant and she sat down and she told me that it was cancer and she cried with me and the nurses cried with me and all of my doctors were so sweet. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I cry every time I tell the story because I can't believe it's happened. But anyway, um, she said, we're going to get all your doctors, um, doctors that are going to help you with the NICU and if she had to go to the NICU because at first they didn't know that it had spread and they were considering doing surgery on me while pregnant to get the, the tumor out. But if it had spread, I was going to start chemo, which is what I did. So they got their team of awesome doctors together and made a decision that I would get chemo after they found out that it had spread. And they're all really wonderful doctors. I've had multiple doctors cry with me. I have some of their nurses' phone numbers that call me from home to make sure I was okay. And I was one of the first patients that they ever had to deal with something like this. So, I mean, they were all very caring and loving because they, they wanted to protect the baby. What did they tell you as far as uh, chemotherapy and it, if they had any concerns uh, about uh, how that would interact with the uh, development of, the, of, the, of your daughter? Um, they actually didn't know if the chemotherapy would pass through the placenta. They're still not sure. So um, 
what they did was they said, we're just going to monitor her every week and make sure that she's okay. I had an ultrasound um, every week or every other week to make sure she was okay. And they said their main concern was that she wouldn't gain weight. And they, they checked the ultrasounds and she actually, she was born at 37 weeks that was induced and she was six pounds, 15 ounces, didn't even have to go to the NICU. She gained so much weight. And as you can tell from her pictures, still not a problem now. (laughs) (laughs) Six, six pounds, 15 ounces born several weeks early. So I guess weight was not a problem. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And, you know, the day that I was diagnosed, we came home and we, we cried and she just kicked and she, she's actually been a very strong baby, even through the pregnancy. Um, she would always kick really hard and the doctors are just like, wow, that's a really, really strong baby. She shouldn't be kicking that hard. And once I even had glasses on my, my glasses on my stomach and she had kicked them all the way across the room. So I just kind of <laughs> knew she'd be okay. <laughs> you think maybe that way, that was her way of telling you that she was okay? I really do. Yeah, definitely. And how is, how is she doing now? She is fantastic. She's advanced in her development actually. And like, and like I said, she's, she's huge. <laughs> she's just, she's doing great. She's so smart and alert and She's a blessing. How old is she now? Um, She was five months on the 23rd. Okay. So this is all still new. And how are you right now? I'm really, really great. I stopped chemotherapy a couple of weeks ago. I was actually supposed to have three more treatments, but it was so hard on me that I had to stop. It actually wasn't very hard on me when I was pregnant for some reason. It was actually kind of easy. But this time around, I just lost a lot of weight after surgery because I had a surgery. I had surgery uh, a month after she was born and I had a pretty rough um, birthing experience. So it was not really a lot of time to heal in between. But now it's been a year since I've been sick and I'm finding every day is a gift. Every day is a blessing. <laughs> Excuse me. Every day is a blessing. So I'm just so happy. And what do your doctors tell you uh, about your prognosis and, and what is the plan to keep following up with you? Um, they said that they're very confident that it's not going to come back. I mean, it was stage four, and when they caught it, it, I believe, had just gone into one of my lymph nodes, so it was very close to leukemia, but they caught it just in time, and they said that they're very confident with what's going to happen, and they think I'm going to be okay, and they're going to give me scans every three months, and I just had a scan last week, and I'm still cancer-free. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. When we were talking earlier before we started recording this, you mentioned the good news. Uh, You referred to your then boyfriend as your now fiance. How did he handle all? If you don't mind me asking, what's his name? 
and if you care to share that. And how did he handle all of this with you? His name is Joe, and um, we got engaged actually before everything happened. And he's amazing. He never left my side when I was in the hospital for a week. And he's he's had to deal with working and coming home and helping to take care of me when I was sick. And it was it's just it's been a lot on him to do all this. And he's amazing. He's great. I don't know what I would have done without him. You know, you've been through so much, Betsy, but I just uh, I'm, I'm practically overwhelmed myself by your positive outlook and the gratefulness that I, that I feel from you of all the good things that have come your way. Yeah. And it's funny because before this, I was known to just be almost depressed all the time and just like, just kind of sad. But ever since this happened, I got more excited about the pregnancy after I found out about the cancer, excuse me, because I knew that it was going to be okay. I had faith that it was. And I thought, what a great story she's going to have. She's going to live and she's going to have this awesome story because if I hadn't found out that I was pregnant, I might not be here right now. And I mean, it's such a great gift. I have a daughter and a second life, basically, and I, and more faith. And I'm just so grateful for every moment that I'm here and she's here. It's just, it's amazing what happened, really. I was reading the, the story that was shared on UPMC's website. And something that caught my eye, it said that people were praying for you from Singapore to South Africa and in all 50 states. How did the word get out about your situation? Um, my family is religious and my mom, she is linked to all these prayer groups even before this happened. So she contacted everyone that she knew and she knows a lot of people. So she just said, if you know a prayer chain or anything, let them know. And of course, all my friends told their churches. So I just had everyone praying for me. <laughs> That's wonderful. Yeah. So you, you told me as we're speaking right now, uh, Ellie's right there with you. Yeah, she is. She asleep or she's awake? She's awake. <laughs> Well, I hope uh, when, when we get to post this on our website, thecoloncancerpodcast.com, that the picture that we get to share has her smiling face on there, too, because she is definitely a treasure when I had the chance to see the pictures uh, on Facebook. Thank you. She's just, she's perfect. She really is. <laughs> so a question I, I would like to ask you Betsy, because uh, I want to—I don't want to keep you too long, because I know you're there alone uh, with her right now. Um, I, I always ask people. I said, you know, chances are someone's listening to this episode of the podcast that they themselves or someone dear to them may have recently gotten the word that they have colon cancer, and and many of them, so many that I've spoken to, are young like yourself. 
Having been through what you've been through so far, what message would you tell someone that may have just recently got the news that they have colon cancer? Just that people always tell me, I don't think I could have gone through that. And I said, if you were in that situation, you would have. If you were just diagnosed or you know someone, actually, I don't know what's worse. If you have cancer, if you know someone that has cancer, because I personally couldn't watch Joe, my fiance, go through this. But you are stronger than you think. You're going to fight for life. And you just you have to have faith in yourself and in God, if you believe in him, that no matter what, you just you're going to fight and you're going to have the strength, like I said, and you just, you can't give up. You have to find something to be excited about because my reason was Ellie. If I wasn't pregnant, this would have been a lot different, but you just, you have to find those reasons that you want to live for. And that's, what's going to keep you through. That's what I would say. That's a great message. Well, Betsy, thank you so much for taking the time and time away from Ellie, even though I haven't heard a peep out of her. So she must be being entertained by something. (laughs) (laughs) So thank Ellie for us for letting you have a few minutes to chat with us. And I just want to wish you and she and Joe and the rest of your family just uh, continued good things coming your way. Most importantly, good health to everybody. And you really are are an inspiration. Uh, You've made my night. I know that. And um, just, you know, just continued good luck and good health to you. Thank you so much. And thank you for letting me share my story. My pleasure. You take care. You too. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Colon Cancer Podcast. Notes from this episode can be found on our website at thecoloncancerpodcast.com. You can subscribe to the podcast on our website, on iTunes, or on the Stitcher app for listeners using an Android device. If you or a loved one has a question about colon cancer, please visit the Colon Cancer Alliance website at www.ccalliance.org. Again, that's www. .ccalliance.org. You can also email your questions to us at info at the colon Thanks again for listening. Be well, everyone.